Welcome to an edition of the Bump Boys interviews. So today, like Danny says, we have Isaiah Bronner, Big Money, the Midwest best kept secret. Yes, sir. Isaiah, how you doing, my friend? I'm good, man. I can't complain. So I ain't got no complaints, man. Every day is a blessing, man. So it was definitely very fun and informative uh, researching and stuff like that. You know, I found articles that, you know, went back, you know, five or four or five years and stuff like that. And all of them like said things that I was spitting out, such as, you know, like I looked at this dude and I was like, wait a minute, that he looked like Kimbo Slice and stuff like that. And I read all these <laughs> articles and they're like, yo, this man's Kimbo Slice. He's he's like a cut up Kimbo. He hits like Mike. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I was saying all these things to Dan. And I found it I found it very interesting and very intriguing that everyone said the same thing. So something we always like to ask people is, you know, what made you a wrestling fan and what got you into, you know, figuring out wrestling is, you know, the way that you want to, you know, carry out your career? Um, I was like, a, uh, I don't remember how old I was, but I know I was like a, a very young kid and my older cousin would bring like um, VHS tapes or whatever, um, DVDs or whatever of like old WrestleManias or old pay-per-views. And the first, like my first memory is watching WrestleMania six. And it was specifically um, the Rockers and the Oriental Express and Jimmy Snuka and Rick Root. And then I watched WrestleMania 10, the ladder of everybody know, ladder match, Razor Ramon and Shawn Michaels. Yep. And immediately I was like, this is what I want to do. Um, progressive towards high school. I kind of moved away from wrestling because I started playing football and I got like really good at football. So um, I didn't come back towards um, watching wrestling until MVP. So I saw MVP get there and ever since, whatever. Like once football didn't quite work out how I wanted it to, um, I had a couple of people like uh, Billy Gunn and uh, Stokely. Um, that's just how AEW kind of put nudge me in the direction of tr giving wrestling a try. So here I am. Definitely. And speaking of AEW, I I think I read online that you had a match last night for AEW Dark. Is that correct? Yeah, just keep yeah, everybody just keep your eyes peeled for like <laughs> week. Uh it probably won't come out. This will probably come out after that episode will probably so probably uh, won't this probably won't drop till probably like next week. So Okay. So you can definitely like promote the episode if you want. Okay. But wow, like AEW, like how is it? Um, well, let's just jump right into that. You know, how was it? Um, you know, working like you know an eight in an AEW, um, you know, atmosphere and stuff like that. Like, what was something that you know you found a little bit different than working at um, you know, OVW, you know, I. Uh, AIW and stuff like that. What were some things that you found that were a little different than um, compared to, you know, some of like the other shows um, over there? Number one, the fact that we ran in the actual arena, um, like getting there and seeing like the setup before, just seeing all of the seats to the Little Caesars Arena. Um, everybody was real nice. Um, I mean, everybody's nice, or 
very uh, welcoming at the majority of the shows I do now. But um, just knowing on that level that, you know, they're not a bunch of, you know, uh, douchebags or whatever. Mm. On that level or whatever. And everybody's very welcoming. Um, the best friends. I can't say nothing bad about them. Um, we did what we had to do. And I'm very, very thankful for the opportunity. Just hopefully it continues to snowball into other future opportunities. Yeah, yeah. hopefully you guys hope you get another opportunity. Especially you fought a good amount of their their guys already. Yeah. Especially yeah. you fought you fought the the guy that fought in the main event. Yeah. Eddie Kingston. Oh yeah. I saw that match. That match was good. Oh, thank you, thank you. This, I learned a lot from him in and out of the ring, man. He's he's a hell of a guy, man. He's like. What you see on TV is that's him. Like he's a genuine guy, and I really, really appreciate him inside and outside. Of him. But, but I think it's like, just you know, you. I've seen you've been doing this for was it about five, six years, five, six years. Be five years in September. Five, wow. five years and something. I think that's. I think just like you know, just looking at you know the quality of matches and seeing like, just the growth and stuff like that, how over the years, you know, how impressive, you know, people have been commenting and like, Hey, you know, this, this match was amazing. You know, you know, the, their chemistry in the ring was really good. Um, I think my favorite match was definitely the Eddie Kingston one. You know, that was really good. Yeah. Um, was... You know, it was a hard hitting match. You know, Eddie's a, you know, he, he, he's, he's a, bra- he's a brawler. He hits hard. And I like you too. Cause now, you know, I see your work and you're a brawler too. You know, you, you hit hard, you know, it's definitely a, uh, it was definitely like a solid match, you know, a lot of heavy spots and stuff like that, but it looked really great. Um, so my question is, I also saw you worked with, uh, was it Minori Suzuki as well? Yeah. Um, where were some things that, um, you know, you learned working with, uh, Suzuki, you know, he's from Japan. Was there any, um, things you know he did a little differently that you found a little uh different that they do over in japan that you, they may uh we may be doing differently over here in america no not not so much um because it's oddly enough like i think our styles are somewhat similar um mm-hmm. um the big thing i took away from it is patience um taking my time doing stuff um i when they told us like how much time we had and I was like, Oh, is it enough or, but actually going out there, like even just the entrance and just absorbing the energy and just taking our time, everything I felt we did meant something. And that was the biggest thing. And he showed, he showed me that in the ring. So like you can do a million spots or whatever, but if don't nobody remember nothing about it, like you just, you just went out there doing a million spots. Yeah, what I've noticed with, with that one, it was like, instead of doing like a lot of stuff, which, you know, I think a lot of wrestlers will try and say, like, hey, this is my moment to shine. I need to showcase everything. I feel like, you know, something I learned about that match, it was, you know, you can do like one punch or whatever, but the quality of it is going to beat out, you know, whether they're doing like brain busters and all that stuff, you know, just the quality of what you ever you put in and just showing the skill of that one move was definitely something I prefer than like, you know, just a long drawn out thing. So, yeah. you know, I think you're, you're on the right path, man. Less is more sometimes. So I physically, like I can do 
all the flips and stuff like that. But why? Like, it's, it's no point pushing 300 pounds, man. I'm not about to be out here doing that. So. You don't want to be, you don't want to try Keith Lee stuff. <laughs> that's, that's it. It's like, I, I'm good. <laughs> so, dude, um, dude, you got a uh, hell of a lariat. You got a hell of a lariat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Just, and just make it mine. So I want when people hear the word Larry, I want them to think of me. Oh, I definitely think of it now. You know, just, that, that thing hits hard, man. That thing is, uh, it reminds me of a little bit of JBL, you know. So m- the question I had for you was, you know, your style of wrestling, you know, very strong. You know, a lot of people use the word, you know, Kimbo Slice, Mike Tyson, you know, that's how they compare your, your hits and then your look and stuff like that. Who, who would you say are some, um, you know, uh, wrestlers or icons or something that you kind of like base your style off of, you know, your personality? Who, who do you like draw from um, their past work and, you know, incorporate it and make it your own? Um, if you watch someone, like, I take a lot from Sky Hall. Like, and uh, I say that people are like, I don't see it. But there's a lot in my offense that comes from Sky Hall. Um I've been watching like a lot of a lot of Vader. Um, I, I love Vader's work. Mm-hmm. Samoa Joe. Yeah. Uh, yep. 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 Our other guy, uh, Will, the third guy of our team, he had a, he had something with work. He compared you to Samoa Joe when we were that's, like texting in the group chat. He said he saw it, like a little Samoa Joe in you. That's a huge kind of, I'm a big Samoa Joe fan. Like, when I first saw him at TNA, like I was like, oh, that's my guy. So like those three. Um, yeah, just like as many as many different stuff I can take from mm-hmm. try to sprinkle a little bit in there. Um Kurt Henning. Um, oh, okay. Okay. I see that. Yeah, so those four mainly. Would you uh so those are the four, like would you say those are the four that are your favorite wrestlers of all time? Or uh, would those be the ones you adapted more of your style to? Um Scott Hall and Kurt Henning, those are my two favorite all the time. Uh, I mean, Samoa Joe's, of course, on the list. Because Samoa Joe mm. and Vader, whatever. But I found, like, I've adapted my style more towards them, like, over the last couple years. Because, like, I'm more related, relatable to them. And I see a lot of stuff that they do that I can incorporate. So, you said, I have a question for you. Uh you said you played football. What positions did you play to get you? I just want to interesting. Uh, defensive end, outside linebacker, uh, middle linebacker. Yep. Ooh, that, that'd be scary. That, I'd, hate, I'd hate to be a quarterback <laughs> in uh, that situation, man. <laughs> Dang, you know. All right, honestly, honestly, I could definitely, I could definitely see it with your wrestling style. Uh, I hit people, man. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um. I guess leading into that was, um, you know, I know a lot of wrestlers, you know, start off, you know, as football players, you know, it can get a little, it can, it can get very dangerous on that field and stuff like that. Um, was there any other wrestlers that, you know, nowadays or, or I guess, let me ask my question is how many athletes have you noticed, you know, have you encountered that transitioned over from, you know, sport like team-based sports or, you know, Comp- competing sports into professional wrestling. Um, have you met a lot of uh, people that made that transition? 
it's it's like few. It's I've met a few. Um, I thought it would have been more because I I would have thought the transition would have been a little like smooth because it was like smooth for me. I would have thought mm-hmm. that I transition over there, but uh, it's like few. Um, like a lot of people I've noticed background comes from like I've seen some come from theater, some just you know was just where fans were. like they have no athletic background, but they perform very well. So it was definitely surprising on my end because I, I would have thought at least some, like some of the people that's like really high up there on the Indies like have no athletic background, which I think is uh, a wonder in its or in itself you know the idea mm-hmm. that you know you can come from you know sports you can be a world-class athlete or you could be just someone you know who's like you know in their you know little gamer area you know hey you know i like watching wrestling you know this is my passion i'm gonna start learning it and i feel like you get a walk of all different types of life and they have this one they each have that one moment that brings them to like wrestling and it's like this is what i like this is my calling this is what i want to pursue and I think that's the one thing I, um, yeah. another one thing I like about wrestling is just it, it's so integrated and it's so diverse on the backgrounds and people who just you know come to the come to the um, entertainment of it. I think it's just it's just one of those things I know me and Dan have been talking about recently, and it's just amazing how diverse it's been. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely a lot more like diversity, like. You got recommended to us to interview by uh, your fellow wrestler, Jack Price. Oh, yes, my guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah, we just did an interview with him a couple weeks back. So he recommended you and Tommy Vendetta. I oh, yeah, my brother's right there. So so I also, I'm going to lead into this one, Danny. So okay. I see that you also been working with um, OVW a good amount. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, when people hear OVW, you know, they think of the class of 02, uh, 02 of course. Um, and I know, or I guess my question is, you know, with the class of 02, do you still feel like um, working with OVW, they still have like an impact on how the product is today and how things are done? Or do you feel like there's still like that? Um, or is it something completely new, different, and it's a different style that um, they don't have much of a, um, influence on the product nowadays? I think they do got influence. Um, like, I started going down there, I want to say, is it right before the pandemic or like right before the pandemic? Mm-hmm. And then when the pandemic hit, I was pretty much, I pretty much was just at OVW. And um, I learned a lot, like, um, character, character wise. And, um, TV, working TV, facials, and everything. Just listening to the little critiques that uh, Al Snow and Doug Basham would give after each match. Like they have a offer, um, because they got a lot of knowledge of actually making it to WWE and being that high up for a long period of time. So they, they, they give you the knowledge. They give you the chance to continue to work and grow on yourself. It's pretty much up to the the person to utilize everything. And I, I feel like I, I learned and I I grew um, in those aspects, just given the opportunity. So I, I wholeheartedly believe that they present opportunities for people to enhance in the, in the game today. 
Oh yeah, def definitely. I would say, hey, what was it? What if it's if you had to pick a, someone to like look at your best work, which matches do you think they should check out? If you think some of your best, your if they if they had to look at one match, I wrestled Mysterious too. Um, okay. In Feb February, I can't remember the exact date for uh, OWA. I feel like that was my best, like my my best match. Um, it would be that, of course, the, uh, Eddie Kingston, uh, Suzuki. Okay, okay and, so yeah. like, so we picked the two good ones, two some of the good <laughs> ones. And what was it like working with uh, Bobby Orlando? Oh, it was fun. Like uh, he's a cool dude. Um, I didn't know what to expect initially uh, when they announced the match. And it was like a styles clash, but everything matched well. He's a good dude. Um, I enjoyed myself. We had fun, and we made it work. So I was looking forward to it uh, after, like, doing some tape study on him and stuff. So we put everything together and killed it. And I also noticed that you did a little bit of tag team work in your time. You know, you're still mm -hmm. doing tag team work, I, I saw. Um I always like to ask, you know, do you prefer singles competition or are you more of a tag team person? I know, you know, tag teams have a lot going on and stuff like that. Um, but is there a preference that you enjoy uh, one over the other? Or um, is there like a certain match that you prefer um, over, you know, singles? Um, starting out, I was just going to be strictly singles. Like nothing is tag team. But then... I wound up doing more tag work with Jack and then my, my girl, uh, Jocelyn. Um, so that, like those are, uh, mainly my two tag partners. Okay. Um, I, I get booked with like the most, like I, I'll tag with any, I tag with anybody in DTA and I going forward, like I got hurt last year and I wrestled like basically all of last year with a torn Achilles. So, oh, <laughs> yeah, the tour twice. Oh, oh, oh God. actually helped because I didn't have to do so much on my own while I was trying to recover from the mm -hmm. injury. And then I saw it as a challenge because I wanted to get better at being a, a tag team. So I would prefer, like, I, I prefer singles, but I love tag wrestling as well now. So I can go either way. So I heard that you said that you also did, um, you know, you wrestle with your uh, girlfriend as well. Um, so I also saw online people are like, hey, you know, you know, if you think Isaiah hits hard, his girl hits even harder and stuff like that. And I was like, there's no way, man. I was like, <laughs> I was like, there's no way this is possible. I was like, let me let me check it out. But yeah, it, it, it's last. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. To, I'm not gonna lie. It's just, um, is that something you've uh, learned? Like at first, you were a little hesitant on, you know, uh, you know, mixed tag matches, or is that something you've learned to, you know, appreciate over time? Um, I, I was never hesitant on it. I just, it just had to make sense to me. Mm -hmm. uh, like I just see like a lot of stuff going on now. Like to me, some of it doesn't make sense, and some of it do. So as long as it makes sense to me, I'm like I'm open for business. Like she can handle herself. Like she wrestles intergender, and she, you know, I'm very comfortable being in a ring with her. We've wrestled each other a couple of times, 
So as you know, long as it makes sense and, you know, I can mm-hmm. trust not just her, but any other female or whatever, I'm, I'm cool with it. And another question I had was, you know, with GTA and stuff like that, you know, how I know, uh, you know, you're, we, we have uh, Jack Price, you know, yourself, you know, Adam Wick, um, Aaron or, uh, Orion, stuff like that. You know, Tommy Vendetta. Yep. Uh, Christopher Saint and stuff like that. Like, who were, like, do you guys find at times, you know, you guys are, um, you know, popping up at the same show and stuff like that? Do you guys usually, like, communicate, like, hey, you know, I'm going to be doing a tag team match. You know, I have my friend Jack over here, Tommy and stuff like that. Is it almost like a, a club mentality or is, do you guys usually just find yourself, you know, you'll pop up since you guys are in the same area. You guys like, well, walking like, Oh, you're working the show tonight. And stuff like that. I've always been curious about that. Like if you guys like, you know, communicate like, Hey, I'm at this show. I'm at that show. Oh, you're working at that show. Things like that. I'm usually just like, it just depends on the promotion. Like I reach out usually like, for a while, like in Michigan, if you reached out to one of us, like nine times out of ten, all of us was on the show in some form or fashion. Mm-hmm. After mm-hmm. like a year, a couple years, like after like the pandemic or whatever, I was like, I kind of wanted to get out of wrestling in Michigan and just test out the waters. So now it's they're there, but they're starting to expand. Like Tommy and Jack are starting to get out there as well. So now it's like, okay, well, I'll see a couple on this show and then we'll meet somewhere else or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. Usually now, all of us are at the same show at Mr. Chainsaw uh, Wrestling. So that's probably like, that's probably the only place all of us would be at at one time at the moment. Mr. Chainsaw Wrestling, that that was a place Jack had near and dear to his heart. Um, I know he told us a little bit about his experience, you know, I was wondering if you could tell me more about your experience. I know he had nothing but great things to say about the promotion, you know, the promoter and stuff like that. What was your, how's your experience been about um, Mr. Chainsaw Wrestling? It's been great. Um, That's where me and Jack, like, primarily started tagging. Um, The vibe in the the locker room is is great. They treat us well. They make sure we're okay. Um, That's great. Good thing good matches you know they have a structure to what not just that show but going down the line of what they want to do and what they want to accomplish mm-hmm. so I, the things to say to them like i appreciate every time that's primarily the only place i work in michigan and that's the reason why they the way they conduct business yeah it's a quality quality promotion i've heard yeah. um jack you know he had nothing but the greatest things to say about yeah. it and he was like, you know, out of all the places I've worked, you know, that is the place that, you know, he holds near and dear to his heart. If anything need anything, he was like, you know, they they they, they are the place like he considers them family and stuff like that. And yeah. that's the that's the word he used when he described it. You yeah. know, it's not just a promotion; it's a family. It's the yeah. whole environment. It's you know, everyone's helping each other out and stuff like that. So I think you know, any promoters who are paying attention to you know. If you need to know a little bit more about it, you know, definitely check them out. You know, I've been slowly getting into it and stuff like that. Uh, I've been busy, but, you know, slowly getting into all the products and all the um, just the style of it and stuff like that. And it's been nothing but great. And I, yeah. I, I, I've i been enjoying yeah. it. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of it, too, since Jack recommended it. 
it's definitely definitely when you start getting into it you start getting into those independent matches you realize wow how big of a world the independence is yeah is man they, they worth the time to check out man it's been nothing but good all my i've been going there yeah that's that's awesome so did you end up seeing uh did you end up meeting uh tony khan last night um i think i saw him once and I was getting ready to go out for my match, and he just happened to walk by me. Um, but I think he was—I think he was heading. I don't know where he was heading, but he probably walked, Gorilla. Yeah, well, yeah, I was standing right by Gorilla, getting ready to go out, and he mm-hmm. walked by me. And that was the first and last time I saw him. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just want to know if you had an interaction. Oh no! Yeah, that—that was—that's about it. <laughs> so I um. I know you guys have a uh, pretty busy schedule and stuff like that, especially when you're working all these um, shows and stuff like that. You know, there's times where you're going back to back to back and you're traveling a lot and stuff like that. You know, how is like your daily routine? Like, you know, like what's the life of Isaiah Bronner? You know, when I, when Bronner wakes up, you know, what, what what's what's your life look like, uh, like on a daily basis for anyone who's like curious on like, you know, hey, I think I could do that. You know, what's some things that you do on your daily basis? Um, nine show days. Um, I'm up when I wake up, I'm up, shower, straight to the gym. Um, then after that, like, I'm making my meals for the rest of the day. Try to be out at the gym, like, at a reasonable time, probably, like, no later than three. If I'm not a morning person, so I'm not, <laughs> not getting up. Before <laughs> not getting up before 11, 11 30. So, <laughs> I'm out the gym at three, and then I get back home, shower, make my, my food, like make my four, three or four meals for the rest of the day, have my protein shakes, and that's usually it. So I got like a podcast or something, or if I go to uh, go down to AIW to train, um, that's, that's pretty much it. Show days, um, I, I pretty much don't do, I try not to do anything. If I got to drive or something, I'm on the road till I get there. Um, or if I got to catch a flight, just, just chilling before the show. Yeah. Nice, nice. So I like I like the schedule. It's nice, relaxed. You're not a morning person. I'll, there's some people who are. I know I'm not like, you know, I, I can. I can I can thrive in the morning, but, you know, I'm, I'm going to. Re- I prefer to be up a little later and stuff like that. I'll just lay there. But as far as me, like, actually physically doing something, it's not going to happen. <laughs> so for your uh so those are like that's like your workshops or something like that is there any free, uh on your free time what are some things that you like to indulge in you know some hobbies some uh, are you an enthusiast of certain things i'm a, uh I'm like a movie buff man like i, I really okay. i really like gotten into like i, I like my mom rubbed off on me like like <laughs> <laughs> um I, I can draw but i really like I would have to actually sit there and concentrate on drawing for me just to do it. Um, just chilling, man. Just trying to let my body recover for the most part. Like I said, like the last year and a half, like I haven't really had much downtime because I'm like rehabbing this injury. And I'm just now, like probably like a couple months, probably like the, the, the match with you. Like I feel like I'm like almost 100%. So just been rehabbing and the rest of it, man. So movie buff. Okay, so my question to you: favorite movie of all time? 
For me, Harlem Knights. It's a good pick, Harlem. man. And then there's Scarface. But yeah. man, I, I watched I watched pretty much any of the movies. Um, I just got into um, I like I like a lot of comedy. Um, Habit of Elementary. Like I binge watched that whole first season. I just think it's like extremely funny to me. So <laughs> that's what I've been on waiting for the second season of that. But hey, for me, it's been Pulp Fiction. I think Pulp Fiction's five. It's just one of those cult followings, man. I, 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 can, I can preach about that thing for days, you know. <laughs> Every time I watch that thing, something new happens. But Harlem Nights is a good one. I haven't seen it in a while. It's uh, been, I think, 10 years since I've seen it. So I got to definitely watch that again. Yeah, as they, they had a hell of a cast in that movie. Like, everybody is somebody in that movie. So. Yeah, and then, that's pretty and good. then eventually, you know, I've seen it. years go by, and you're like, yo, that's a, star, that's a star-studded lineup. Yeah. So, yeah. but. Danny, you want to go into Mount Rushmore, my friend? Yeah. So, so Isaiah, what were your you? So, if you had to pick four people for your wrestling route Rushmore, excluding Vince, name four name uh, four people. <laughs> uh, um, Shawn Michaels. Yep. Eddie Guerrero. I'm putting Scott Hall on there. That's that's okay. And it, I'm gonna go with the rock. Okay. Growing up surpri- I was a rock guy. Okay, I'm surprised I'm surprised it wasn't uh Undertaker. I'm surprised Undertaker didn't make it. Uh like probably like top ten. Okay. But I've like when we first debuted up until like when they did the Undertaker versus Undertaker, like I was a huge fan. And then I was like, eh. And then when he started having that run of WrestleMania matches, I was like, okay. Like that's when I got back into it. Mm-hmm. And then Goldberg, and I was like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> not, not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I, watched, I watched it live. And I was like, yeah, this ain't going to go to... And then he went up for that jackhammer. I like, Yeesh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember yeah. watching it. Like, I was like, there's no way. But, you know, Eddie, Eddie's always that one that people... Uh, you know, sometimes he sneaks his way in there. And I'm learning yeah. to appreciate Eddie and stuff like that. So is there, any, is there any match that you would recommend to me? I'm slowly trying to get into Eddie Guerrero. You know, I feel very conflicted with my relationship with Eddie mm-hmm. Guerrero. So I've been trying to, I've been going on this path since I've been uh, doing this, you know, trying to see the Eddie grow. I always felt it was a little overhyped, but now I'm trying to, I don't know. After talking to people, like, you, need to, you need to watch some more Eddie matches and stuff like that. I love his WCW work. It, um, it, was, ama- it was amazing. Uh, the most common one you, you probably heard of people tell you is, yeah, watch the Halloween Havoc one with Rey Mysterio. Yep. Oh yeah, that that's yeah, that's been one of my favorite matches with him by far. I I, I I I played the two K version of that game too. I suck at that match. <laughs> <laughs> he had it's, it's, it's three like, and it's not even a pay per view. Number one, he had a ladder match with RVD. Like when he when he first came back, um, it was on Raw. Like that was like one of the best ladder matches I've ever seen. Um, 
We also had a match with The Rock. Um, I think that was on a Raw. They wrestled one time. And, man, like, that, he, like, he deserved to be at, 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 like, top dog after that match. In my eyes, like, that match. And then there was one with Edge, uh, SmackDown. I think it was another ladder match. So if you can find those three, like, you'll see why, like, Anything, because anything he does with like Jericho or the, the, the guys he came in with, like he he didn't miss to me. So like, but those three, like especially that, that ladder match for RVD, that really stuck out to me. Hmm, might have to make those write those down. Might have to go back and watch some of those. But yeah, Halloween Havoc, I think it was probably one of his best yeah. matches of mm-hmm. all oh, time. Yeah. I, I was just, oh man, just everything was do- done so well. So mm-hmm. definitely uh, gonna have to check out that edge one. The edge one sounds like it would be really good. I'm... Oh yeah. So, so hey, hey Joe, you think it's a would you rather time? Let's do it, man. You want to kick that off? Yeah, sure. So, uh, what was the first? What was the original first question? Do you remember? The uh, is it was it uh, thumbtacks are getting thrown off hell in the south? Yeah, you can start off with that. One, okay. Man. We'll do. Uh, would you rather thumb? Would you rather take thumbtacks, or would you rather get thrown off hell in the cell? Thumbtacks. <laughs> yeah, I told you, man. <laughs> Some people will be picking that hell in a cell, man. Oh, my, my back be hurting from just hearing it. I can pick thumbtacks up. I don't know. <laughs> now, <laughs> yeah. So um, would you? So would you rather main event revolution or have no one, or main event double or nothing, or? Or have no one ever kick out of your finisher? Or WrestleMania, man. You never know. Or WrestleMania. Main event. Okay. Man, you can kick out all day. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I main event in one of those. So main event all day. All right. Here, here's one I, I'll, I'll throw in there. So Jack had a really interesting answer for this one. It was something new we did with him. You know. All right. You can have unlimited pyro or you can have any entrance uh it was the entrance music yep yep music it was yeah, entrance any music. entrance music so you know if you want you know any song you know you got the rights to do it or you the copyrights do, do you get any promo like as much promo as you want or, or no pyro <laughs> you said I'm, promo. Go, I'm going to entrance music because <laughs> Man, that, man, Brock Lesnar's like I don't know why they like they get, like Brock Lesnar's give me like Batista's like Randy Orton. Yeah, I don't give a, you keep the pyro. Huh? <laughs> yeah, about to say those 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 what you said was Randy Orton. You know, burning my life. I think that's by far you know definitely yeah. top three of best yeah. entrance. Dude, and then that yes. Batista when he came out. You know, everyone oh, everyone wow. knew like, wow. um like when he did uh Bray Wyatt did the fiend, like when he remixed this thing for that, like I was like, all right, I was listening <laughs> to sign it. me up. Yeah, as soon as it hit Apple Music, I was in the gym and let's put it on repeat the whole workout. <laughs> I don't know. I feel I feel like when you're working out, wrestling music just hits a little different, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You know, that 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 extra uh, you know. That extra two reps or whatever ain't too bad, you know. Oh, Usually yeah. when that music hits, yeah, it's you going, man. Yeah, you're like, okay, I can do this, I can do this. <laughs> Batista, Batista could do this, I could do this. Oh yeah. 
All right. Well, uh, we have one more, didn't we, Dan? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm trying to remember it. Uh, do you remember yeah, it? We got uh, to get some fresh ones, man. I'm be, be running out of things, man. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, so. Hey, skip it, man. I, 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 I think it's because Will usually asks them, and Will's not here yeah. tonight. So yeah. we'll, we'll be we'll be getting into this one. So that's usually his segment. But you know we had a, we had to hijack it as much as we can. He access to a couple. Um. So overall, you know, I, you know, I thank you for your time. You know, it's been a great, great time having to talk with you. I definitely learned a lot of things. I had a couple of matches I got to go check out for sure. Um. But you know, the floor is yours. Is there any what's going on with Isaiah Browner? You know, what's going on? You know, tell us. You know, this is your moment, man. Is your moment? This is your moment to like promote whatever promotions or championships you have right now. So, uh, I think thank y'all for your time. First off, thanks for having me on. Um, check out that AEW Dark Elevation. It's it's up now on their YouTube. Um, I Pele Pro uh, TitleMatchNetwork.com. You can check it out. ICW AIW um, Absolution is July. 20, I want to say the 23rd. Um, this is the biggest show for AIW of the year. Um, then we have J-Lit the next month, um, the J-Lit tournament. Um, I'm trying to be everywhere. So promoters, I'm ready to work, trying to fill some dates up. Um, my brother's also is available. My girl's available, Jocelyn Navarro, uh, DTA. There's too many of us, too many of us. <laughs> Like you can contact any one of us. Um, yeah, man. Just thank y'all for your time. Follow me on social media, Isaiah Broner. Um, that's pretty much it, man. All right. So, you know, that has been it from the Bump Boys. But overall, I think we can say, you know, the Midwest is best kept secret. You know, slowly coming out there, people finding out. Again, Soon thank you for your time. You might have to steal, you, you might have to steal Murphy's uh, secrets out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I saw him, so I'm gonna have to talk to him about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he'll give it up easily. You know, you hit hard, so <laughs> but that's been it, guys. Peace. Peace. Must be Juju. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Oh my god, it's so great. Bang!